considerably cloudy tomorrow night. We're going down to 39. Then Saturday, we start the weekend with cloudy skies, but it's milder. We're going up to 53. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Rose Tamburino on the News and Talk Authority, AM 1240, WATN. Now, AM 1240 WATN presents Live at Five with Glenn Curry, sponsored by Herringer's Contracting, the roof people who call you back. This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this, and bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. Well, I'm kidding. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German, forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun, take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for This is Live at Five, Live at Five, Live at Five. Here we are, folks. Ready for a a Thursday afternoon show. Looking outside, my little glimmer of um, window of opportunity, you should say. It's dark out. I don't know if it's snowing. But uh, you're not listening to this show to learn the weather or whether or not it's dark out. I understand that. So So anyway, uh, we have uh, Congresswoman Claudia Tenney calling up this program in about 15 minutes. I got a couple of things I, I have to cover here, uh, so I'll make it kosher without talking about too much. If you know, if you can understand that, there's some there's some issues uh, that I have to be very careful about when I speak to anyone. I don't care if it's uh, uh, Clay, uh, duh, Jason Trainer or uh, Danny Francis or anyone. You know, I, I just but especially when you're speaking with a sitting congresswoman. But just to let everybody know that there is someone that's going to be running against it from the Democratic Party. But we won't talk about that today. And the only reason why I bring that up cleverly, like I just did, is because I got a press release from some bozo from the Democratic Party that wants to be your congressperson. It's just ironic. It happened on the same. But mainly what the conversation is going to be about, uh, like I said, in about 15 minutes, is that uh, today the, uh, the House, this, this happened today, by the way, the uh, House Ways and Means Committee voted uh, to release 56 new pages of evidence showing that the then-Vice President Joe Biden used multiple email aliases and private email addresses to communicate with his son's business associate and main financial uh, architect, directly refuting previous public statements the president has made that he had no knowledge of his son's business dealings. Check, check, check. I'm just also trying to see if I'm overmodulating because I noticed in recent days I'm still trying to get the... uh, the Facebook feed to, to, to make sense as far as modulation is concerned. And in recent days, it's been difficult. Plus, that other issue that we had yesterday, that was actually from the computer. Uh, not the computer, from the actual recording of what happened at the county building the other night. Not to throw that person under the bus, because it actually worked in other areas of my operation here. But it didn't work over the air, which is why when I played that segment or segments from News Junkie yesterday, it didn't go over through the board over the airwaves, which is odd. But, of course, the genius that Ken Martin is, he analyzed the source of where that was coming from because he looked at the history. 
And he, I realized that that was, it was a phasing problem. That's an audio term for that doesn't really apply or matter at this point. But that was the issue. And today, Jeff used the same computer and uh, extracted a segment from uh, Millie Smith from the, uh, from the council. Oh, check that, from the school board meeting. And that went off very well. So it's amazing what you learn. And yet, because of the issues we've had recently, I figured, well, this is yet another issue. But as, as, a, as, as it turned out, it wasn't. It was just something that, whatever, it happened. That said, <laughs> News Junkie extracted uh, the, the audio uh, from yesterday's show from my Facebook feed and played that. And it's gotten a lot of results. And, and that's, of course, when I was talking about the, uh, the guy at the county that just lost his lid. Maybe he had a bad day. Maybe he was constipated. I have no friggin' idea. But I thought he was over the top. Needless to say, the woman's husband had to go to the podium. And you could tell he had that voice where he didn't want to be getting upset either. But he called them sexist. And would you do the same thing if a male was up here? Sit down. This is not for that. That was, that was ridiculous. But that's our world today. A lot of gavels, a lot of yelling, people tearing down posters. Why are you doing that? Because they're oppressors. Screw you. Die in hell. It's a horrible, horrible time. And tis the season. We're supposed to be festive. A couple of weeks from now, we're all going to be hanging around a Christmas tree and giving gifts to one another. Yeah, I just, the 20th century essentially has been canceled. It's unfortunate what's going on in the world. But that's not what we're going to be speaking with a congresswoman about. Will, does this make sense to you? With the available time we have between now and 525, you can call me about whatever you want to talk about, by the way. But I'll throw this question out there. Is it necessary to have any type of impeachment hearings against our current president when we're going to have an election next year? And this doesn't go any further than, than the House of Representatives anyway. I don't care how many Democrats you get from the Midwest that will agree to this. It still has to go through uh, Schumer's Senate. It's not going to happen. And I'll present that question as well. It's a legitimate one. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, Glenn. It's what? all... Okay, wait, 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 wait. You, okay, are you, wait, wait. Before you continue, are you calling on a, a speakerphone? No. Okay, yeah, for a moment there, we couldn't hear you. So say that again. I said it's all smoke and mirrors. They're not going to impeach him. I, I think it's a waste of time to have her on it unless she's going to speak about how they're going to close the border today, shut down Congress. They, the Congress holds the, the money, the purse, shut it down until they close the border. That's the only thing that matters. Everything else here is a distraction. Interesting. I'll mention that. I'll say a call that said exactly what you just told me. Please do. I beg of you. I will do that, and I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, Glenn. Well, there's one man's opinion, and uh, I bet you there's a lot of people that agree with that. There's so many things we should be worried about. And this is just a tit for tat. You know, you try to uh, impeach our guy at least, what, twice, and, and, and over nothing, over a phone call in a hallway. And, um, and there's so many impeachable offenses against the current guy. But again, just like the caller said, it, 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 you know, and just like I just said, it's not going to go anywhere. Well, we're less than a year away from an election. And we don't even know if this bozo is going to be running next year. We have no idea. Oh, it could be Kamala Harris. You, you, think, you, you think Barack Obama would actually settle for Kamala Harris to actually run for president next year? He's running the, he's running the show here as it is. More than likely, his wife's going to have a much better shot at being uh, the candidate of choice this summer. By the way, where are the Democrats? Where is their convention this year? Does anyone know? Some crappy blue city, I'm sure, like Baltimore or something. But I tell you, you know, if you're an historian or even a half-assed student of history, what's going to happen this summer at both conventions is, is going to be off the charts. We see it right now, even in cold weather. I, I thought protests would actually 
you know, uh, simmer down because uh, for the most part, Democrats hate the cold. But there's a lot of it. And, you know, it's going to be hot somewhere in July, late July or early August this year. And it's going to be a repeat of what a lot of you saw. And of course, I was only six years old at the time during the uh, Democratic convention in 1968 in Chicago. When guys like, you know, even uh, Dan Rather was pushed out of there against his will. There's actually images, I think it's the, of the same convention, of a, of a then young Bernie Sanders being escorted out of, the, out of the convention. And he's a guy that's anti-Israel, which just, just doesn't make any sense. So anyway, uh, that's going to happen. Rather, uh, my discussion with uh, uh, Congresswoman Tenney will be happening in, in 10 minutes or so. So if you want to chime in right now, by all means, give me a shout. 755-1240. Tell me what's on your mind. And by the way, uh, getting back to Millie's comments, Millie Smith. Just brilliant. Bringing it up. And then a couple of people, including Jeff Graham, said himself. And I was the guy that texted in and said, look, these Jeff, you're absolutely right. These kids don't know the, the difference between what's legal and what's not, not legal. I mean, I mean, everywhere. It's not everywhere. But a lot of places where I go, for instance, I was on Factory, a very well-known business. And I literally could smell the marijuana from across the street. I could literally smell it. And by the way, I know the smell of marijuana, just, for, just to clear the air, pardon the pun. It's just everywhere. And, and I only say that because it's just kids are so conditioned to like a, 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 a marijuana-free country or, or society. So if they're exchanging notes or selling drugs in the hallway, and I hope, by the way, it's just marijuana on a Chromebook, then they don't know the difference between what's right or wrong. Millie's doing a great job, by the way. I hope that uh, she can manage to stay there. On the board, where she belongs. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn, how you doing? What's happening? It's the Duff. Not much, buddy. How you? Yeah. Good. Uh, I gotta agree with that one gentleman that called a little while ago. I'm not sure because I'm listening on tune-ins, but yeah. um, where he said Congress is doing nothing. They gotta. I mean, I'd like to see him wake up and do something. For crying out loud. Uh, so you're saying that basically. Um, oh wow! You know what? Someone just said that the conventions in Chicago. Is that right? Yeah. Isn't that ironic? <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, is, is history going to repeat itself again, Duffman, or what? Yeah, no, he's right. It's a distraction. We should be talking about that. But it's the, border, this- they, the, the Congress should stand up, and I know, they're, you know they don't want to be accused of this and that, but the problem is, too, and she'll, she'll tell you, you've got too many rhinos in there, and the problem is that they don't want to stand up to Joe Biden and his cronies, you know, and mm-hmm. and that's the problem. Then you got Mitch McConnell types, and they're rhinos, and, uh, you know, you got that idiot uh, who I voted for for president there that I wish I could take back, Mitt Romney, and then you... You know, you got the likes of Liz Cheney. She couldn't even win her own state. Think she's got a shot. Oh, she's a real. Oh, she's something. She is really something. Yeah, yeah. With with Republicans like her, who needs Democrats? I mean, it's just it's just she. And and by the way, I forgot that the debate last night was on uh, Newsmax because it's not on Spectrum. So I forgot, but I saw segments of it today. Spectrum. Uh, no, is it really? Oh, I, mean, I, I I didn't know that. But anyway. Well, that wasn't Newsmatch, but it's a news nation. Oh, uh, news day. Oh, the one with uh, uh, yeah, Chris Cuomo. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. I saw yeah. the logo. I didn't pay attention to it. Sorry. Um, no, but yeah, you got uh, 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 Liz Cheney. Uh, and you got this, 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 I can't stand this, this bastard, that the former governor there, Chris Christie. Why is he still allowed to be in those debates, Duff Man? Why is he still there? I mean, we I know why. Know. We know where he's getting his money. And by the way, the commercial, the TV commercial that he runs on Fox, 
It looks like someone shot that on his, on their iPhone or something. It, it's the most, yeah. it's the least inspiring political commercial I've ever seen in my life. And the only reason why it's on there is because he's got to spend that Democratic money that's coming from Democratic donors. He's got to spend it. Right. So he comes up with this half-assed message. You can tell he, even he's not convinced that he's he, he's he's the guy uh, to be our president. He's it's just it's there to be like a spoiler. What's that now? It's almost like it's a par- it's almost like it's a parody of him. Yes. You know that video that was going around with him dancing. <laughs> yeah, I know. The, yeah. That's what it, I mean, it looks like that way he's up there. And then today he's in Alabama. Where was that debate last night? Was that down in Alabama last night? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's why. Yeah, because he was on Fox News today, and he's in a, I don't know, some, some diner somewhere with Lawrence, who I love. Right. And you could just tell that despite the fact here's a guy running for president, a former governor, he's in a diner where he should feel comfortable in, by the way, a greasy spoon. Yeah. And no one, everyone just kept eating. I don't know if you noticed that today, tough man. Everyone oh, just yeah, kept. One person said that they liked him. One, one person. One person did? People. Yeah. Was his yeah. wife there? Yeah, because they said, anybody got, I think Chris Christie, and one guy said, yeah. Oh, unbelievable. You know, but all it right, could so, have been him because it was off camera. Yeah, right, so but, you, hey, I, I you know, just want to let you know it's beautiful down here, and it, I'm glad it, to get away from the snow. Well, that's right. Duffman is down in Florida right now, uh, where the, the the Florida State Seminoles will not repeat, will not go to the to the uh, playoffs uh, for the national championship, and that's painfully obvious because they are located, and you guessed it, in the state of Florida. So I'm sorry about that, Duffman, but uh, I figured I'd. Yeah, uh, that's fine. All right, do you have a question for Claudia Tenney, for Congresswoman Tenney? Do you have a question well, yeah, for? I ask her. Ask why, why nothing's being done on the border? All right, so why more on the border. being done about uh, the deficit and all that kind of stuff. I mean, you know, we thought they were going to make changes. I know that she's going to tell you there's a slim margin in this and that, but it doesn't seem to affect Democrats when it's like that. Right. Uh, and by the way, this is going to uh, uh, continue through next week where they're going to have a resolution on the 12th of December. That's Tuesday. Uh, for the Director of the House Oversight uh, Judiciary and Ways and Means Committee to continue the work investigating Biden, which, according to the Duff Man and oh. the previous caller, is a waste of time, just a distraction. Is that correct? Am I right? One other, yeah. One one other thing, Glenn. I just yeah. want to mention real quickly. That guy, that whoever, that guy from Black River. Yeah. The legislature. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that guy, he should resign. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was the guy from Black River. No, that really, was disgusting. I, I've never seen anything, especially in northern New York, have I, I ever seen somebody act like that. I ever. agree. I agree. That's oh, why I, I went off on it yesterday. But I got to go. I just want to make sure this isn't the congresswoman. But thanks, stuff, man. I appreciate good it. Have a good, have a good uh, let's just see if this is the congresswoman herself. No, it's not. Hi, you're on the air. Yeah, Glenn, I'll hang up uh, yeah. real soon. Two points for the congresswoman. Yeah. Uh, uh, for, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, one. Uh, let's close the border. Okay. How is she going to uh, propose to do that? And two, uh, drugs, uh, fentanyl, uh, scourge on our nation, scourge on our city. Right. Uh, drugs are. Uh, Which is just an extension of the border issue. I understand. Yeah, but that makes sense. Yep. Okay. All right. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right. There you have it. The other question I wanted to ask, and we don't have much time. By the way, the I got n- word from uh, the congresswoman's people that she's got to get going at. Uh, I think at. F- when is it? Just want to make sure here. Dip, 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 dip. Got a lot of text in the last couple of hours or so. So, yes, 15 minutes. Let's do the math. 5, 10, 15. Yeah, she's got to be done by 5.40. And uh, so we'll see. See what happens here. 5.40 because she's got, she's got to be doing something. Uh, wait a minute. Hey, we have a hard out at 6.35. 
So now it's five. Oh, it's five forty. Yeah, she was wrong on the six. Sorry, I'm, I'm gonna say. All right, so uh, she's got to get going at five forty. That gives me fifteen minutes. I'm just gonna are are alarmed and they're mad as hell and they're not gonna take it anymore unless you close the border. No, I'm just kidding. All right, let's go to the phone. See who's there. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn, please ask the congresswoman about Space Force and NASA. <laughs> just ask her about the budget, what they're planning to do, right. where that money's going. All right. Can you please bring up the Space Force? I, I, I'll, I can't do that today, but we'll do that another time, Donnie. Donnie is just focused on some uh, other things that we can't talk about. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn Curry. Yes. It's Claudia. It's, it's our congressman. At first, I couldn't tell the voice. I haven't heard, talked to you in a while, and I, did, I didn't recognize It's our congresswoman, Claudia Tenney. And uh, Congresswoman Tenney, thank you for calling today. I know you're busy, and I know this is, is uh, you, you don't have a lot of time with us today. But a lot of things going on in Congress, certainly a lot of things going on in the world. But obviously the thing we want to focus on is the House Rules Committee announcing today it would consider a resolution next week to formalize uh, the Republicans' ongoing impeachment inquiry. So I just want to tell you, ask you outright, uh, what are your thoughts on this, Congresswoman? Well, I think it's long overdue, and it's going to give us the tools we need to hold the Biden administration accountable, specifically President Biden and his involvement with this foreign influence peddling, extortion, uh, all these things that have happened, bribery going on with the business dealings with his son. Remember, President Biden has said from day one, oh, I didn't even know about my son's uh, businesses. I had nothing to do with it. Right. So I wasn't involved. So now we know that he was actually sending emails, uh, emails from the White House as a vice president to Hunter Biden's uh, different business partners and with CCs to Hunter Biden, all in the 327 emails that we could uncover, all with aliases, so pseudonyms, fake emails to try to cover up the fact that Joe Biden was wheeling and dealing at the White House, flying an Air Force Two over to China, over to the corrupt Ukraine, uh, helping his son with this Burisma uh, energy company that he was on the board of. All this needs to come out. We had whistleblower testimony in a closed-door hearing uh, the other day in the House Ways and Means Committee. It's all been released now. It was voted to be uh, taken out of committee. Uh, the whistleblowers, highly credible, uh, two whistleblowers. Uh, one of them was a Democrat, of course, and the other one was a Republican who was non, they're really nonpartisan. Mm-hmm. And, and, they, and they actually, to their credibility, they actually put forth into evidence. Uh, there was actually reviews by their higher-ups, by their superiors at the IRS where mm-hmm. they worked describing them in glowing terms as excellent members, excellent uh, researchers, Mm -hmm. uh, and excellent enforcement members of the IRS who were taken off the job when they got too close to what's going on with the Bidens. And these 327 emails, we know they exist with the pseudonyms of Joe Biden, but the Department of Justice has two uh, different uh, members who refuse a subpoena, a a congressional subpoena to appear to to tie the, the, the loose ends together. Uh, and 82,000 pages of emails exist in the National Archives that the Biden administration is preventing from being uh, exposed and taken out, all relating to these pseudonyms by Joe Biden. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. So much was uncovered uh, by these brave whistleblower IRS agents mm-hmm. who were belittled yes. uh, and uh, you know attacked mm-hmm. by the Democrats in this closed-door session and continue to be attacked for having the courage to come forward, regardless of party, they're nonpartisan, to tell the truth about what's being done behind the scenes 
what the Biden administration or the Biden family is really doing. So it's really just it's, it's actually bombshell testimony. We've got to get into an impeachment inquiry, which will lead to an impeachment. And any Republic, any Democrat, especially the ones in the Senate who are in d- tough seats, who are in, in swing districts, right. are going to have a hard time voting against some of these things that we have been, been able to uncover uh, when it comes time to actually may, have an impeachment vote out of the House and an impeachment trial that will ultimately go to the Senate. That's the tough part, obviously, as you know. I mean, the slight majority you guys have in the House, and then you got to send it up the flagpole over to Schumer's house. How? I mean, you just stated it yourself. How confident would you be that if this does happen, obviously next uh, Tuesday is the resolution, and then within to- a time frame it goes to the Senate, do you think this can actually happen, Claudia, uh, uh, Congresswoman Tenney? Well, I think it's, it's, it's the percentages are low, uh, but... We, we start with an inquiry so we can get the information we need to put all these this information together between the work that's being done on the Ways and Means Committee. From Remember how this happened. The Republicans took over the majority uh, on the Ways and, Commi- Ways and Means Committee. Our chairman, Jason Smith, created a whistleblower portal for anyone that wants to come forward out of the IRS. Mm-hmm. And these two whistleblowers came forward and exposed this. This has led to the trail that James Comer, the head of our oversight committee, doing his job, by the way, our oversight mm-hmm. uh, function is absolute coming out of the oversight committee to keep checks on the White House. That's what we're supposed to be doing, everything in the executive branch, and then add that to some of the work that's being done by Jim Jordan on the Judiciary Committee. All this together is going to lead and will lead, and we know, leads to this trail of corruption by the Bidens and their family. And this has got to come out. I mean, this is the worst scandal, I think, in American history. And I've heard that said Mm -hmm. by Democrats. So this has got to come out. But remember something also that's happening. The Democrats have sued the state of New York uh, over the redistricting issue to try to overturn our majority that we have. Mm -hmm. And if we lose the majority, which is uh, getting slimmer by the day, Mm -hmm. this will all end. All this inquiry, all the discovery, the the exposure Mm-hmm. of the Biden crime family will end. Mm-hmm. And the Democrats are trying to end that with low-hanging fruit, which is the state of New York. They have sued to try to overturn the will of the people in New York mm-hmm. who, by an 80% margin, want redistricting to stay where it is, and right. they want to make sure that the legislature doesn't create the gerrymandered lines they did uh, back in 2012 mm-hmm. and, again, are trying to do now with this new lawsuit. So you're saying then that you know, because of the slim margin in the House, that, that you know, states, blue states like ours, are trying to just redefine the, the, uh, the, uh, the districts in order so that they can take over the House again. Am I reading you right, Congresswoman? Absolutely. Look, the original gerrymander that came through in 2022, the Democrats created these lines in the legislature, signed into law by, by Governor Hochul, uh, took our majority, or took the, 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 so we lost the seat because of the census. We lost, uh, we're losing compared to southern states. And oh, other big states. time, sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, as we know, I mean, it, let's think about this, Glenn. This is what it was. In the 60s, we had 45 congressional members. We went from 27 to 26, uh, and so they redistricted the line. Mm-hmm. The original, what they called the gerrymander, the Hochelmander, as some called it, uh-huh. took uh, what we have, we had eight Republicans down to four. And now, uh, with the fair lines, uh, there was a lawsuit, and a special master determined uh, that we would have competitive lines. And a majority, by almost 80%, mm-hmm. of all, across all party lines, want to see competitive lines. They don't want to see lines drawn in a partisan way. Mm-hmm. Uh, by a, major, a majority of, of, of people across all party lines in New York mm-hmm. think that that denies them their civil rights. Right. But the Democrats see the opportunity to try to whittle away and get as many seats by reversing the decision 
of the of the New York Court of Appeals, they bullied the chief justice out, justice out before who sided with fair lines. They put in a judge of their choosing. And honestly, I'm not going to be, uh, I'm probably going to be described as too cynical, but I think the decision is already written. They've already set up the court the way they want it, and hopefully this court will have some integrity and not do what the partisan Democrats in Washington wanted them to do, mm-hmm. because here's what's important. These judges uh, have a decision that, they, that is due. The, the hearing was, do, uh, the oral arguments were made. Uh, it could be as early as December 15th that we get a decision from the Court of Appeals. Mm. But this lawsuit was brought by the Democrats in Washington, not the Democrats in D.C., in, uh, in New York. Wow, wow. And that, that speaks volumes in itself, right, right Congresswoman? This is about getting the majority. It's a, a, a power grab by the Democrats. Mm-hmm. It's how they're going to end any kind of discussion about getting into Joe Biden's Ill- lawlessness. And you know what it's really about? The Democrats have a problem. They know Joe Biden is bad. Big time. They know it. Sure. They know he's corrupt. Mm-hmm. But they don't, if they remove Joe Biden, they get Kamala Harris, and they know she's going to lose. And to everyone that's in the Republican field, obviously to Trump, Nikki Haley, DeSantis, everyone, so they can't have her there, but they haven't figured that problem out yet. So they're going to try to figure out a way to protect Joe Biden, get him across the finish line so they can remain in power and cut off all of our ability to do uh, all the investigations we're doing, uh, everything that's going on in the executive branch. A lot of the problems we have are all Joe Biden executive order related, mm-hmm. and we've got to try to stop them. And the only way we can do that is Republicans in the majority in the House with oversight, with a balance and a check on the executive branch and government, but they're trying to eliminate our majority, which will eliminate all investigations. We will go back to the uh, Biden administration unchecked, mm-hmm. uh, corrupt as it was under Nancy Pelosi's leadership. So, all right, so with that, though, because, the and, and, and President Trump uh, talked about this at length during his town hall meeting with uh, Sean Hannity, he's ahead in the polls. He's not just talking about the polls, he's ahead in, obviously, uh, to be the Republican uh, nominee, but he's ahead in the polls. So sometimes I wonder, uh, Congresswoman Tenney, if we're, if, if we're causing our own demise here by forcing the issue, by them saying, hey, you know what, uh, uh, Joe, uh, uh, President Joe Biden, you can't be the nominee for, uh, for 2024. we got to bring in a Gavin Newsom or someone else. Are we pushing Joe Biden out too early? And does that give the Democrats a new opportunity to, to come up with? And I know that we've heard rumors about Michelle Obama. We know about Gavin Newsom showing up at the White House when, when Biden's not in town. Are we, push, are we pushing ourselves against our own uh, will here and, and, and creating something that we might not be able to overtake if Biden's not in the picture next year? Well, those are political issues, of course. And I, obviously, I, if I were to say as a partisan, uh, I'd like to see Joe Biden as a candidate. But actually, so Kamala Harris does worse than Joe Biden. And they have to find a way to get her out of the way to put a Gavin Newsom or a Michelle Obama in. And I don't think she's going to go away quietly. So mm-hmm. it, pre- it presents a problem for the voters. Uh, and for the Democratic base to do something like that. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to see justice done and see the Biden ministry, uh, the Biden family, I'm sorry, not the, but the Biden no, family yeah. be held accountable for sure. what they've done and the, the compromises they've made and the violation of our laws, uh, compromising the people and the taxpayers with our greatest enemies around the world, whether mm-hmm. it's Russia, Ukraine, Ukrainian corruption, the mm-hmm. Chinese Communist Party, mm-hmm. all of these people have sought a weak president and leveraged him, and he's accepted that, right. and he's enriched himself at yes. the expense of all of us, mm-hmm. and that is wrong, and that's why that is the, the path I would take. Let the Democrats sort out what they're going to do with Kamala Harris, what they're going to do uh, with, with whether it would be Michelle Obama or Gavin Newsom. Honestly, that's their problem, right. but I think that's, that was my hypothesis of why 
they're not sure what to do here with this situation with Joe Biden. Yeah, it's amazing because, as you know, uh, the former president, former uh, uh, Donald Trump, uh, he was impeached over a conversation that someone heard overheard in the hallway. Uh, and ridiculous, as you know, but the overwhelming evidence that we've seen here, not to mention pre- then uh, Vice President uh, Joe Biden was saying, hey, I-, I had to get the prosecutor off the line there in Ukraine, literally on camera. And all this overwhelming evidence, it leads to one question, though. It's a fundamental question. With all the overwhelming evidence that uh, that came out with the whistleblowers, not to mention the other stuff even prior to this whole uh, uh, thing that we're talking about right now, why, why did it take this long? Does it just indicate, Congresswoman Tenney, that we are against the wall in as far as the power of what you know, the, the Democratic Party has in, in, this, in the Beltway with the Department of Justice? Do we have a chance, knowing that it took this long to get this far to begin with, uh, Congresswoman Tenney? Well, look, we've, all, we've only been in the majority for a year. Yeah, that's true. So Good point. It's only been conservative, not even a year. Conservative mm-hmm. media is the only one are the only ones that have been exposing this. Sure. Once we took over the gavels in these oversight in the oversight committee, we had the whistleblower. These these are all within a year. These are quick mm-hmm. when you think about an investigation, how long it can take, and how quickly we've gotten out. All while we've had slow walking from the Department of Justice, re- refusal to answer subpoenas slow walking during the campaign of 2020, mm-hmm. not letting these IRS agents do their job when it led to the trail, led to Joe Biden or Hunter Biden. Mm-hmm. And then now we have dirty cops like Merrick Garland pre- preventing the Department of Justice from reacting. Right. We have the IRS preventing these people from getting to the truth and, uh, and slow walking crimes by Hunter Biden where they allowed the statute of limitation to, to expire well, he was so he didn't have to pay his taxes or mm-hmm. the fines due, mm-hmm. and having a Hollywood big shot lawyer pay five million dollars mm-hmm. in owed back taxes mm-hmm. to Hunter Biden leading up to the election mm-hmm. because a part of it was uh, two million of it was back taxes. The other was he was buying these silly uh, naive works of art that I don't even believe yeah. <laughs> never made. Right, but I mean these were done because it was money laundering it was a way because they knew they were politically at risk right. that's what one of the emails uh, uh, disclosed they had to find this rich hollywood lawyer donor mm-hmm. to pay off hunter biden's taxes because they were in trouble politically mm-hmm. and it was right before the election when they were covering up what happened with the laptop they were calling it russian disinformation uh, they got 51 corrupt former intelligence agency mm-hmm. members or people who were involved in the CIA and other agency clearances right. to actually say that was Russian disinformation. It's all been disproven. Right. Every one of those people should lose their security clearance. Mm-hmm. But this is all being done by our government. Whether well, it's run by Democrats or not, this is our government. It stinks. Mm-hmm. They're dirty cops. Yep. And we've got to expose them. And we don't have a big window because... Look, at, we're going to be down to like a two-seat majority by the time we get to January. Right. And uh, we're right. going to be— Thanks to be Santos. Tough. Yeah, yeah. Well, be, I know you got to go, but uh, my listeners and a lot of people that I speak to say the inquiry into um, an impeachment is not as important as closing down the border. What say you about that, Congresswoman Tenney? They're all linked. We have to close the border down. We are not going to close the border down until we show the Democrats— that they need to be held accountable, and we put the pressure on them every day from all angles, like they always do to us wrongfully. This border is a crisis, and in my district, as you know, New York 24, we span the border all the way from Jefferson County all the way to Lockport uh, across Lake Ontario. 85 percent of the people on the terror watch list come from the northern border. Mm. Our agents need our help. They need our laws enforced. Uh, President Biden's first acts were to overturn the things that President Trump had done 
to help our border, remain in Mexico, mm-hmm. Title 42, all the catch and release, all these things that President uh, Biden overturned that were working. We finally had control over our border, the best border control we had had in 45 years. Right. Now we're seeing historically high, historic highs, people who are criminals, mm-hmm. human traffickers, all fentanyl that is dangerous to our communities. All these things are young happening. single men. God knows it, yeah, yeah. What, uh, what God. So it's they're both important and they're actually intertwined because we have to kill hold the Democrats accountable on every front. So that's the most important thing we have. It's not just like, hey, we got to do something about Joe because we have overwhelming evidence. we got to get him out of office. But this opens the door to a lot of other things that the Republicans can then proceed with if this inquiry is successful next Tuesday. What is your prediction for Tuesday uh, down there in Washington, D.C.? Well, I think we open the inquiry. We're going to have a, a narrow vote in the House, so the House will start the inquiry. Uh, the question is, we've got to get the people's attention. They've got to put pressure on their members of Congress and ultimately their senators who are running in these swing districts to show them that we cannot tolerate the lawlessness. The American people are sick of it. Yes. And that is what we have to do with this inquiry. And that will lead us ultimately to an impeachment, which is where this is actual crimes. This is really dangerous. When you see our president in the world that we live in now, right. dangerous crossings at the border, right. a dangerous situation in the Middle East, Putin, you know, invading Ukraine and heading, you know, down into the Balkans, into sure. Eastern Europe and putting and threatening us across the world. China mm-hmm. moving in on Taiwan, bullying uh, African countries and, and, and uh, South African, South American countries. All this is happening with a weak president mm-hmm. who is compromised right. and, and is hurting us. And the Democrats aren't standing up to this. Mm-hmm. We've got to put them on the line and mm-hmm. make them vote so that the American people see where they really are. Where do you stand for? Do you stand for this lawlessness? this uh, projection of weakness, mm-hmm. the corruption on the world stage mm-hmm. when the United States need to pro- needs to protect itself, its taxpayers, its, its citizens. It's really critical, and they're all somewhat intertwined, Glenn. It's mm-hmm. really not that simple of an issue. Well, that, that and I'm, I'm really loving it that you explain that so well, as you always do, Congresswoman, which is awesome to know. It's not just an impeachment. It's, it's a lot of other moving parts that go along with this. As we all know, that when there was thought that there was photographs, compromising photographs of the former President Donald Trump in a hotel room in Moscow, I won't get into the details, they thought that that would compromise our relationship with Putin. This First of all, that's untrue. We know that. That was proven. It was untrue. Even Putin said it himself. And yet, if even if it was the overwhelming, which I wouldn't want it to be, this overwhelming evidence we have against the Biden, uh, uh, Joe Biden, and for that matter, his entire family, uh, dwarfs all that. And talk about a compromise that we're living through right now. So I'm glad all this is happening. You stated it very well. One last thing. I know you got to go. We've got to do this more often. There's so, so many other things to talk about. Hamas, Israel, the stuff going on in, in, in uh, colleges, including Ithaca. I know that's outside your district. But the craziness of the world, uh, Congresswoman Tenney, we need to speak about this as, as, as you know, whenever you can. Definitely. Well, I, I would love to be on it more than I am. I, I, I'm sorry that I'm not on more, but I just want to say one thing that you referenced about these uh, claims against Donald Trump during this hoax uh, that Adam Schiff perpetuated, another guy who yes. has been expelled from Congress, mm-hmm. for perpetuating a hoax, undermining uh, the security of the United States as head of our intelligence agency, disgraceful behavior by a member of Congress, repeated lies to try to bring down a presidency. All of that was disproven. All of it was all created by a fake dossier mm-hmm. with Democrat Party money. Hillary Clinton, all, you know, this was, these people were all behind it, and they're walking free. Yes. And, and Donald Trump is being put through. Uh, just a gauntlet of, of fake claims against him, of right. claims that are illegitimate, right. not even crimes, things that no, remember what Comey, uh, Comey said, mm-hmm. 
no reasonable prosecutor would ever bring. Mm-hmm. He didn't do anything. He did and nothing. He's getting overwhelmed because they're trying to run him dry, uh, his money, his reputation, while he's in the middle of a, of a campaign. It's, it's just unprecedented that what we're seeing here, they are so afraid of Donald Trump because everything he did in his four years was successful. Policy, international relations was phenomenal. He closed our border. He brought back prosperity to our country. Uh, he made sure that we were strong on the world stage. We had no, uh, you know, foreign wars. He was decisive when he had to act against foreign actors who were, you know, malevolent. And uh, we need to bring that back. We need to have somebody strong in this position. It is threatening the very existence of the United States and the United States we know. And that's why you're seeing Hamas funded by Iran and mm-hmm. all these uh, players coming in and, and influencing our own citizens, our college students, sure. compromising every all across our country and especially mm-hmm. in our state. These are all critical issues, Glenn. I'd love to come on again and talk with you, but I know you got to go. And no, I know, no, I know, I know you got to go. No, no, I know, I know you because you, uh, Spencer said you got to go. But you know, it's, we're living in a world where you, you know, if you walked into the Capitol building on January 6th, you're going to go to jail. But if you burn down a Wendy's, you're going to get a $500 uh, 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 fine for that. That's the world we're living in. I know that's outside politics, but that's left versus right. And that's unfortunate, Congresswoman Tenney, but that's where we are these days. Yes, and I think a lot of us agree on more. You know, the media loves to talk about all the divisiveness, but there's a lot of us that do agree. We just need to make it understand that a lot of the good Democrats, we need to have them understand it's warm, get in the water, let's right. do the right thing, right. let's stand up for our country, let's perfect, protect it, sure. let's defend it from our foreign adversaries, mm-hmm. let's bring prosperity back to American citizens. Let's protect our election laws, what we're fighting in New York. Mm-hmm. Let's protect our energy. That's a huge issue that's coming coming up in New York. It sure. could, could be catastrophic mm-hmm. to our business community, to individuals, to districts like mine, which is the number one ag district in the Northeast. Right. All these things are at stake, and we have really important issues that we're dealing with every single day. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you know, we're completely engaged. Uh, we have a strong conservative uh, America First voting record. Uh, we have exceptional constituent service, as your own radio station owner knows, and <laughs> so many have said. My yeah. staff is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're fantastic. And we have unparalleled transparency. I am the only member in Congress, including the Senate, that explains every single vote that I take in the House in detail. Mm-hmm. I put it across every social media platform, mm-hmm. my official site, and then we recap it in my newsletter every Friday which you can find at tenny.house.gov. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, put up my finger and figure out which way the wind's blowing. We weigh in on issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, use, uh, we use reason. We use facts. And we come out and we defend our constituents and, and uh, my district every single day. Mm-hmm. And I love doing this. It's an honor to represent uh, the communities that I represent. I've been a lifelong New Yorker. I mean, I love doing it. It's challenging. It's yeah. difficult. Mm-hmm. But we need people who have strong backgrounds mm-hmm. that are decisive, that aren't in this just to make money or to be grifters or to try to figure out a way to make money mm-hmm. off, of, off of people mm-hmm. who don't understand what's really going on. That's why we're so transparent. That's why I try to explain yeah. everything so voters understand what's real, what isn't, uh, what's, what's, what's out there. Because obviously, Glenn, if we're going to be self-governing, which is the vision of our founders, for us to govern ourselves, the people... We have to know what's going on in politics. We have to know the truth. And it's, also, it's been very difficult over the years with social media and all these sites we can't trust. We've mm-hmm. got TikTok, controlled by the Communist Party. Yes. All kinds of uh, you know, intervention into some of our mainstream media sites. We have great stations like yours, the local radios. You know, I'm a big defender of local radios, local newspapers. Mm-hmm. They're so important in our communities. And so we thank you and your station for, for putting the truth out every day for, and giving people a chance to speak because if we aren't going to govern ourselves, we're going to have an authoritarian govern, government, mm-hmm. we're going to have 
foreign governments come in and tell us how to run our country, sure. and, and that's going to be the end of the United States as we know it. So we've got to fight every day, and uh, it's an honor and privilege to do it. I work really hard, uh, but I love doing it, and I love the people that I represent. And I do think New York has got better days ahead, but we've got to be tough. We can't just throw in the towel when we don't get everything we want right away. We've mm -hmm. got to continue to fight, mm -hmm. you know, every step of the way. We can't give up. We've got to keep fighting. No, we want. And by the way, we have a governor that's starting a new curriculum in the schools to uh, pinpoint hate speech on social media. So, and, and, I'm, and I know you're familiar with that. But the big news is the panel will mark up a resolution on Tuesday, December 12th, next Tuesday, to direct the House Oversight, Judiciary, and Ways and Means Committee to continue their work investigating our current president, uh, uh, President Joe Biden. Clo uh, Congresswoman Claudia Tenney, thank you very much. I know you're busy. you got to go. But thank you for the phone call today. And, yes, we got to do this real soon and talk about other things as well. Thanks so much, Glenn, and thanks to all your listeners, your station, for doing the great work. And I wanted to say Merry Christmas. Yes, and Happy yes. holidays to everybody out there. Uh, I love that. It, I think it was snowing today at my house. I saw it. It snowed up here, though. but we haven't had much great. snow. We haven't had much snow up here, but well, uh, we're not I complaining. No, I want to be able to go skiing and uh, have fun outside. So. We should celebrate the, that that for, for certain. It's a lot better than well, living we'll in see Florida. You up there, I'm sure I'll see you up there in the coming weeks. Excellent. That's fantastic, Congresswoman Tenney. Thank you so much. Thanks so much, Glenn, and uh, thanks, everyone. I'll talk to you. Uh, that's uh, Congresswoman Claudia Tenney. And by the way, I wait for someone to I mean, I can't stand it when Laura Ingram or Sean Hannity or other people, and I, I notice even Jesse Waters has, has adapted a new way of doing things. You wait for the person. I don't care if it's a sitting congresswoman, especially a, especially a, a congresswoman and a senator, but how often does, does Laura Ingram, who, by the way, looks like her Congresswoman Claudia Tenney, and I mentioned that before, she just blows off the people and just, like, just forgets them. Like a side court interview uh, in a basketball game. Where, hey, coach, what are you going to do for the second half? Oh, we're going to discipline. We're going to be focused. We're going to make sure that we do better defense. Okay. And then walk away. Can't do that. That's disrespectful. Sorry. I thought I'd go off on that. Anyway, i got to do a commercial break, and we'll be back with more of the Live at Five show right after this. You've been hearing about Harringe's contracting, and now your roof is leaking. So get on the phone now and call 315-782-9129. Wet rooftops giving you problems? Call Harringe's now, the roof people who always call you back. Hi, we're back. I also have a, a, a guest on tomorrow. That's Dr. Uh, Michael Schwartz. Uh, I'll explain exactly why he's, he, of course, he wrote the book. He's spoken to us on, on at least two, three occasions here. He does listen to the show. And he wrote the book uh, Fauci's Fiction. But he also, he's going to be talking tomorrow uh, about the, uh, uh, he's, got, he's got six shows tomorrow that he's going to be calling in. He has on his Facebook page, one of them listed as the Live at Five show. Uh, so and you know he's going he's out of uh, the South Jersey Philadelphia area so he's talking to somebody there but it's all about this bacterial strain out of China we talked about this the other day and uh, and how we haven't learned anything yet from COVID so you know here it is the bacterial strain remember this time four years ago exactly to the day we started hearing the word COVID nineteen and uh, and within a couple of months and obviously as we all know everything was shut down essentially in the third week of March of that year. A political year, and here it is. We have this strange bacterial thing. It's not a virus, I guess. I guess there's a difference, and we'll have to ask Michael what the difference is. He's a, he's a scientist, so he knows a lot more than I do. So that's going to be tomorrow. Right now, we have two calls waiting for us. Let's go to the phones. Hi, you're on the air. Uh, good afternoon, um, Mr. Glenn. This is your uh, non-lawyer friend. I must compliment you. That was one of the finest uh, interviews I've heard in a long time with uh, Congressman Tenney, and. Uh, you kept it, kept it going. You kept her going. She was going well. You were going well. 
And if you listen to any professional, uh, whatever they so-called professionals, yeah, I, I would say you, I'd rate you up at ninety-five percent. Well, I appreciate it. Just bear in mind one thing, and I've said this about a lot of people, from everyone from uh, a Congresswoman Tenney to our own Matt Doheny. Remember, people either in politics or running for politics, a lot smarter than the, this individual speaking on my own behalf, do most of the talking. And I just try to get my little, in, you know, interspent in, in uh, you know, comments in between here and there to keep the conversation going. But I really appreciate your comments nonetheless. But uh, Congresswoman Tenney, well, she— no you, it, no, you just—you ask a lot of good questions, and uh, you kept it going. And also, yeah. you listen to your callers who— and you got the questions in that they called for. Right, right. Well, I, I should have put it in a harder tone. I should have said, Congresswoman, nobody cares about an inquiry. What about the freaking border? But as you know, she explained that, that this all leads to other possibilities. No, I know. So. No, I know. I know. I yeah. mean, you see, you're being logical. Uh, I, I tell my wife sometimes, you're being too logical and sensible, but uh, hmm. yeah, you were being lo- very good. Very, I appreciate it, my friend, my non-lawyer friend. I thank you very much. Yeah, I, I'll talk, and I'll, I got another call. We, we ran out of time with the conversation, but thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. I really do. All right, so that's our friend. He didn't say goodbye, but none. He's like Steve Malboth. Hi, you're on the air. Hey. It's SG. I gave her twenty-four Pinocchios. Okay, twenty. Okay, just to, just so we can set this up. This is the final. Call. You know what, uh, SG, and, and you, you're not yep. going to understand this. I mentioned this yesterday. You're not my hairdresser, but we are friends and so forth. But you do remind me of the late, great Ralph Sorella from the Howard Stern Show in many ways. I don't even know who he is. So, <laughs> Well, you won't know him. Anyway, you won't know him now, especially. But yeah. nonetheless. So, all right. So why do you say 24 Pinocchios? Just, and don't cover well, all 24. Don't be Jason Train. nonsense lies. I mean, if they want to do the inquiry, that's great. That's going to really help you in 24, I'll tell you. Because it's baloney. They found nothing on Biden. There's... You know, there's one world of stuff against Trump. And, like, she's telling us how wonderful <laughs> it was under Trump. We were in COVID lockdown. It wasn't wonderful. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. SG, I've got to stop you. We just covered a litany, whistleblowers, video evidence of the vice president himself saying, well, wouldn't you know it? I had him fired the next day if he didn't change his mind, and I got the big, you know, whatever. We know that video. What what more yeah. evidence do you need? Whistleblower? You think they do this just that, that, just because they hate uh, Democrats? People working at the that, IRS? Do you think they did it for their health? That was the U.S. plan from November, like months before the phone call happened. This was already on the day plan of what was going to happen. Right, somebody somebody call in, get me out of this mess. Embezzling money, and he wasn't wasn't convicting any criminals. If we're going to keep putting money in Ukraine, we wanted someone that we could trust that wasn't going to embezzle at all. So, so that was the plan. So there's nothing dirty about it. I just remembered back in the day when I used to watch WWE. Used to be called WWF, the World Wrestling Federation, back in the '80s, and they had a guy by the name of Bobby the Brain, uh, Bobby the Brain, whatever his last name, and he was the he was the guy that never saw anyone use illegal objects while in the ring. Oh, that's no, that's perfectly illegal. He was the guy that, regardless of all the overwhelming evidence, we all know it was staged and whatnot, and he was staged himself. But he was the SG of his time. No matter no, what no, I, you saw and heard, all, it wasn't no, there. It didn't exist. Wrong. I look at all the evidence. You just, whatever you don't want to believe, you just toss it aside. Trump ended the TTP, which China wanted to, and then he got $17 million in his bank account the next day. All right. Well, there so you go. Okay. How come that's not a problem? So now, now we have, uh, you should work hey, how, for no, the Hillary no, no, Clinton. No, 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 but how come that's, you're trying to, oh, 
Biden won't loan four thousand dollars to his son for a trunk truck. It must be from. China. But he said, but but SG, and then I gotta go. About? He said he had no apps, absolutely zero contact with his son's business dealings. We know. Come on, wake up, SG. He had contact with the people. He oh. wasn't dealing with. The all right, all right, I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. I, gotta, I just can't deal with it. Hi, you're in the air. I am surprised he didn't go. He he he. When go. he asked the congresswoman. Uh, how come we don't have a dog park? Yeah. <laughs> have a good night. Thank you, my friend. All right, there you go. Uh, that was a farcical call, Peter. All right, anyway, uh, we got like less than two minutes. I want to thank uh, Meg and uh, Spencer, uh, who are the uh, staff, uh, and Spencer is the chief of staff for uh, Congresswoman Claudia Tenney for setting this up today along with Meg. I appreciate it. And uh, so anyway, that was, uh, it was supposed to be a 15-minute conversation. went over 20 minutes. Compelling. But, and I appreciate the compliments, but at the end of the day, politicians do most of the talking. I've learned that a long, long time ago, and that's good. But as long as I was able to at least address uh, Duff's concern and others, and, and I know you're still concerned with this, but I think we got enlightened uh, with w- whether or not this whole process, whether it actually happens, whether or not this— I, I, don't, see a, um, I don't see an impeachment happening— I see a last-minute, 11th-hour uh, change to whoever's running. I know they're concerned with Kamala Harris and the public relations re- uh, related to that. But I think even people in blue cities, blue states, and Democrats themselves, and people of color realize that she can't be the one to run. She just can't. I think even they realize that. But nonetheless, that was a good conversation. I appreciate each and every one of you uh, for listening once again today. Tomorrow, Dr. Michael Schwartz talks about the next wave that uh, Bill Gates has been warning us about. That should be interesting. For now, of course, we got to get legalized, and that's AM 1240 WE10 Watertown makes us legal. Remember, CBS News is up next to you tomorrow. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Stacey Lynn. We are learning more about the suspect who went on a short.